Lords, ladies and gentlemen, I'm your announcer, Housewives favourite, Derek Morgan, and welcome to the multi-award winning Daftcast! Starring in order of facial hair, Anna the Spanner Pearson, Robbie would-be student Joe Hopkins, and the man who's richer than MC Hammer, better looking than Bill Gates, and funnier than Adolf Hitler, Andy Jones! Thank you very much, Derek Morgan, for that wonderful introduction. Thank you, Derek. I tell you what, isn't it amazing we've got Derek Morgan as an announcer? We are so lucky, aren't we? Housewives favourite. Housewives favourite. He cost a fortune. As confirmed in Family <laughs> Circle magazine. Absolutely. He cost a fortune. He is, he's constant as a myth. Was it two croissants instead of one? It was two, and I'm, and I'm not very happy about it, but uh, I'm, glad, I'm glad Derek Morgan is on board. Housewife's favourite Derek Morgan. Uh, are you enjoying yourself so far, Derek? Yes. Are you being paid enough? No. Okay, fair <laughs> enough. Uh, thank you very much, Derek Morgan. Uh, okay, and welcome to the first ever Daftcast, online at daftcast.com. I'm delighted to have with me Joff Hopkins. Hello, Joff. It's the world's coldest podcast. It, it, what, is <laughs> what is wrong with I'm okay. Street? I've gone and got a big coat. Look, when I, when I, when I, when I left, work, uh, left my flat this morning half past five it was oh, yes. beautiful yeah. sun was shining the sun was high by the sky yeah. now it's cloudy and we're in the coldest studio in the world it is freezing thank cold thank you Andy it is freezing cold anyway thank you very much uh, student Joff Hopkins we'll explain why he's a student in a bit doesn't <laughs> particularly happy about that uh, and Anna the Spanner Pearson is with us well. hello Anna hello how are you today Hiya. I'm fine thank you <laughs> I'm cold as well. It, uh, you're, you're cold as well, which is why you've got a really <laughs> stupid-looking jumper on. Uh, now, the thing is, are you all right with your microphone and everything? I just want to yeah, make sure. Yeah, it's okay. I just want to make sure the preparations are good for the first show. The only problem time. is, I was going to take my big shoes off. Yeah. But if I take them off, I'm going to be too short. For the microphone. To talk to the You'll microphone. Be two foot. That's the problem. Well, the shoes are about two feet tall. <laughs> which, make, which makes her about four foot tall, doesn't it? <laughs> Span of the smallest person in the world. Uh, okay, well, um, thank you very much for coming along to the show. Um, I don't really know what the show's about that much. It's just we're just being a bit sort of daft and having a laugh and having a joke and stuff like that. Hence the name. I, hence, hence the name. Now, I do want to get on to, to the subject of, um, of Joff being a student. First and foremost, why we call you the stupid? What does it say on your shirt, by the way? Uh, the Bloodhound Gang hates you. <laughs> I don't know who they are, but they don't sound particularly nice. The, the Bloodhound Gang, isn't it? They were a band. They did a song called "The Bad Touch," which was about animals oh, on yeah. the Discovery Channel. Oh, I know you and me. Baby. I know. Yeah, no, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And they it's hate rude you. It's rude song. I know. It's got rude bits in there it. There was another T-shirt which I could have bought, which said "Pee Pee Poo Poo Music." <laughs> and it had little, you know, American road signs which come in like um, diamond shapes. Oh yes, yes. They had somebody doing a poo and someone doing a wee. Oh, wow. <laughs> I'd like to say I'm, I'm going I'm to explain why Joff's a student, but I don't think I actually need to anymore. I think we've kind of like... He, uh, looked like, he looks like a student anyway. Joff looks like Look a student. Look at his hair. Doesn't shave properly. <laughs> few spots. I'm just a bit grubby, really. <laughs> yeah. You've got that kind of grubby... The thing is about Joff, I've always <laughs> described Joff as like, if you if you were to capture an Ewok and, and hold it down... <laughs> Give it a shave. <laughs> give, it a, give it a shave with some poodle clippers. <laughs> and, and, and Joff would be what's underneath at the Ewok. That is absolutely true. Yeah, right. <laughs> You're not wrong. You're not wrong. In fact, um, George Lucas is great to work with. Oh, really? Was, yeah. was he a great guy? I hope you're, you're, not, you're not the one that died sort of halfway through that battle <laughs> in the Empire Strike Back. I was really... one of many, many casualties. Really? In fact, during the filming itself, yeah. I actually lost ten brothers. Oh, it's very oh, sad. I, I do like how you used your primitive sort of logs and stuff like that to overcome the technology of the Empire, though. I was really impressed with that. I you should have seen say. the vehicles. Really? Yeah. <laughs> the actual vehicles we used to move the set around. Oh, really? Flint, you know the Flintstones that all runs on rock? Yeah. It's like the same 
with us, but we all ran on wood. On, all ran on wood. Oh, that's quite good. I could see Joff in the Flintstones as well, actually. <laughs> Couldn't you see Joff? Joff would be like the most technically advanced person as primitive man. Joff would be the Joff kind of guy... Flintstone. Yeah, who, who's, like, who's like actually driving one of, the, one of the trucks with his feet. Do you know how they always used to run their feet? <laughs> that's how my current car works, you know. Really? <laughs> well, it seems at half the time. There's an article actually. Your car. There was an article released recently about how Reading has the highest CO2 emissions. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is Reading in, in Berkshire, yeah, yeah. In, in the UK, yeah, and really. um, I think my car is actually primarily responsible for that <laughs> because of the exhaust. It, the, on the MOT last year, it failed the exhaust. Yeah, and yeah. Um, you know, I think I've got my own ozone hole above uh, above Reading. In really, really. In the UK. Oh, that's quite mm. good. Above you got, your house. Right above my back. <laughs> it probably, probably is above his house. And also, Joff, a lot of the time, you are grumpy in the mornings. I know you do. You do <laughs> not you do just a, in the mornings. Well, not just in the morning, but you do a breakfast show, um, mm-hmm. sort of like on a Sunday morning on yeah. a radio station. And mm-hmm. the thing is, you must be the most miserable git in the world at that time in the morning <laughs> because you must just be, like, impossible to work with. I mean, is there anybody around, like, is it like a newsreader or something? It's Sunday, it's six o'clock now, go back to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing up at this time in the morning, for God's sake, leave exactly. me alone? Pretty much it, yes, that's the whole premise of the show. Yeah, oh, that's quite nice. It's a very unique angle, I think, to have the world's angriest breakfast show. <laughs> <laughs> I, be... I don't want to be here, so neither are you. <laughs> That could be your tagline, couldn't it? The most angriest breakfast show. But Span is a wonderful contrast to that because all you do is just laugh. Oh, thank all, you. All day I'm not grumpy, am I? No, uh, I don't know. Well. You, you say thank you. I'm not necessarily sure if I was attributing it as a compliment. Oh, really? really? Anna, but, but okay, fair enough. Why but, not? What did you mean? Well, I don't know. It's just because you're always giggly about everything. Mm. And That's because I'm excitable. And one of these people who you're always happy about everything. You could say, Anna, listen, there's been a terrible accident. Your house has just collapsed. Mm. Uh, you know, you live in Swindon, right? Swindon's just blown up. <laughs> now most of us be happy about that. Swindon. Swindon. Everyone else would be happy if and, Swindon got blown up. And, and you, Let's and face it. And you've just turned into a tree, right? And you'd just be sitting there. You'd be sitting there really happy about it and smiling. We, we've gone from the grumpy to the rather insane here. Anna <laughs> Pearson is a tree. Well, actually, from, from people say there's a fine line between a san- insanity and genius, and I think that I am a genius. I think you're insane myself. No, I, no, yeah, I think, I think insane. Shut sorry. Up, Sam, what do you mean? <laughs> shut up as well, Joffy, you're grumpy. I am grumpy sometimes, though. Y- you are actually. Mis- when I get in a mood, oh, that's different. Stand back. When something annoys me, I'll get really, really angry and start <laughs> storming around the room, Not chucking wrong. things around. What? Hitting people. <laughs> what I think you'll find out is that, like, the duration of this show <laughs> is that actually we will be continually kind of like trying to make uh, Anna a little bit upset, uh, <laughs> just 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 to kind of provoke her. That's my entire aim in life. That is that, that hours of fun. Yeah, doing yesterday that. it was pick on Anna Day, wasn't it, Joff? Every day is pick on Anna Day. What, what, <laughs> what, what were you picking on Anna for yesterday? Well, he decided to Anything. tell everyone I don't like Kylie Minogue. Oh, really? <laughs> That's true, actually. Which is a very oh, unpopular thing to say, because she's so popular. Well, you did, you did say, as I was playing a Kylie song, yeah. oh, I don't like her, she's really annoying. I said she's really annoying, right? And so he decided <laughs> to tell the whole of Reading, straight before the news, that I don't like her and I find her annoying. That's what you said. I know, but I don't mean to tell everybody. Who else was it you didn't like as well? Was it Nassim um, Bruni or something like that? I can't that? remember. Or no. Madonna. Someone else. No, I like Madonna. Oh, do you? It was someone else small. Who's really small and irritating. This is what it is. She doesn't like other famous small people. I hate people who are small people. I hate... <laughs> I don't say you hate people. I don't, I don't just hate any of them, but they're hate... small and they're annoying because they know they're small and do they you, think they're cute. Do you hate all Oompa <laughs> What? Do you hate all Oompa Loompas? Oompa Loompas? No, they're all right. They scare me, man. They're all right. Really? They're no. All right. no one See, else likes Oompa so I don't mind liking them. The ones them. in the new Charlie and the Chocolate, uh, Charlie and the Chocolate oh, Factory yeah. film, they were a bit odd, but the ones in the original 
Um, Gene Wilder film. They were great. Oh, no, they were terrifying. They were really no. freaky. No, the ones with the, with the green face. Oh, no, man. <laughs> that messed up my childhood. I still go to therapy because of that. that is, they're like, they're not right at all. Mm. They're like Anna Pearson's with shaved heads and green faces. What? They're not. Anna could be one I'm of not the that short. They're better looking. Shut up, Jeff Hopkins. <laughs> no See, I told you I was going to get annoyed. <laughs> it's a family show. It's a family show. Don't oh, get me. Anyway, Clemens is like, I was, I was about to point out the fact that, that I think I'm a genius because I've come up with some great inventions. Here we go again. <laughs> what? What's that supposed to mean? They're well, very. No, what I'm saying is that like I, my inventions are useful inventions because you know how some people are inventing things that is fine, but it's completely like, like, like woolly mammoths. I keep on hearing about the fact that they're going to bring woolly mammoths back. Well, they are, aren't they? Yeah, they, they, they're going to get like the DNA of woolly mammoth. <laughs> and it just looks completely perplexed by this, by the way. And, and DNA? You're not DNA? I know is? what DNA is. It's parts of your genetic makeup. <laughs> there you go. I am stunned. But I don't know exactly how they would make DNA into a mammoth, because how can they make a mammoth? But, well, because you take the DNA structure of the mammoth, and then you sort of like, they will reproduce the mammoth. But then how's it going to be made? So, so um, what, what happens is you've, got, I, you've got your mum's genes yeah. and your dad's genes, and they're both from Primark. <laughs> <laughs> no, right, there's, there's no Shut mammoth. Up, there's no mammoth to have another mammoth, a baby. <laughs> All right. Okay. So why, how are you going to make, just because you've got DNA, right? <laughs> I don't understand it, but how are they going to grow it from a little egg? <laughs> what? Anna thinks that you plant the seeds, I think. I think I've <laughs> crazy. A bit of water, like at you'd... school, we used to have a crest in the incubator and, you know, put your water you on. You didn't put a crest in an incubator. No, kids. <laughs> Eggs go in incubators. I can't remember. I'm confused about school. And there's kind of so like... we had We had incubators, we had crests, and we had eggs, and we had all sorts of things going on. I don't think, Anna, I don't think you hatch woolly mammoths. I think that's... <laughs> I they're don't think so. They're born. Then how yeah. are they made then? Well, they're, they're, I, you don't know. Well, <laughs> well, admittedly, I'm not the scientist doing it, but I guess they will use uh, a womb of like a, a, an elephant or something, something that's similar. <gasps> they're going to put it in an elephant and make it have a mammoth. <laughs> <laughs> you should be shocked by that. <laughs> that sounds awful. It doesn't faze me at all, actually. <laughs> well, it makes sense. But the thing is, what I'm saying is that it's just a pointless experiment. It's a pointless. Because, okay, people are going to do it, but how are we going to benefit? What was. Oh, look, we've got we'll a get to see one of the greatest creatures of all time. Yeah, but I've seen... It's big. They're well big. Who are you? Right. David Attenborough? <laughs> they're big and if they're I want David Attenborough, I'll We don't have on... anything like that on our planet anymore. So it's so big. We've got you. Big t- <laughs> <laughs> so you've walked into that one. And he's hairy and woolly. <laughs> well, it's like Joff then, actually. It's more than like you. Yeah, put, put me and you together, we're going to win I don't mean to be a Luddite or anything, but I've seen one of these before... In, in, like, Disneyland and that. and, and They're I mean, not I, real. Yeah, but it's the same sort of... You do get to see it. It wouldn't have been Disneyland. That was Ice Age, and that wasn't a Disney film, was it? No, 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 no. Because oh. if you go on the little train ride that goes right the way around Disneyland... Oh, right. Whichever Disney you go to oh, Paris... they have, wherever, actually. They've got a little cave bit you go in, and you see a they've couple of They've got different worlds, and one's prehistoric. Oh, right. <laughs> There's definitely a mammoth, but it's not real, so it's not going to be the same as having a real, live, gigantic mammoth walking yeah. around. Yeah, but, it, but it, you get the same... A, you get the same experience from it, and B, it talks. The thing I'm most worried about, if they have mammoths yeah where are they going to live because they lived in the ice age when it was so cold are they yeah. just going to put them all in antarctica yeah why not or put them all in the arctic what are they supposed to eat they won't know what to do give them the father christmas yeah or you drive the, give them the father christmas they can <laughs> drive the sled put them in a big fridge you can... <laughs> <laughs> well, 
Come on, just feed them every now and again. <laughs> we, we, we need to feed them. They're in the fridge. There'll be food in there. I mean, <laughs> give, give them a waitrose. They'll be right down what there. What do they eat, though? They don't just eat ordinary food. Eat Anna Pearsons. They don't. They do. They're, yes. they're, no, they do. they're the opposite of carnivores. <laughs> <laughs> the things that only eat veg. Anti-carnivores. No. Her- herbivores. 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 They're herbivores, I'm sure. How do you know that? <laughs> Vegetarians. You know what they're called? How do they, you possibly know what they, uh, what they eat? Exactly. <laughs> I'm just guessing. So it's says, obvious. Says the woman who it's says, obvious. School confused me. It's obvious. What? <laughs> and he also came out the day with a classic, um, food's rubbish, isn't it? <laughs> when did I say that? When you were complaining that When did I say that? You said that your shape yogurt didn't fill you up, so therefore food is rubbish. <laughs> what a, what a yeah, one. like there's a point though to the shape yogurt. Right, it's Talk about sweeping statements. It's on I mean, the it says you, you eat the yogurt and apparently you don't feel hungry afterwards. But whenever I eat one I still feel hungry. That's an advertising standards thing, not but, a food problem. But but Anna, you can't <laughs> say your big gut. You can't say <laughs> Shut you, up! Uh, yogurt didn't fill you up therefore food is rubbish you can't make that <laughs> statement I was in a very bad mood it's like saying you know that oh, all Americans are perhaps fat. I've eaten a lot of bad food lately well that's positive I mean I can't remember I can't even remember saying this Joff are you sure I said it positive are you sure? I promise you. Yeah, but I wouldn't, anybody knows Anna Pearson knows that this is precisely what she has said as well. That's Add a mouth, add a mind, you know. Oh, anyway, listen, I want to say, right, I've got this great invention, and it's just, it's what I call a social invention. So it's not about creating woolly mouth stuff like I that. Thought, I thought your mouth was your invention. Well, no, 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 no. I was, I was, I was wondering about like the that social invention. No, I don't, I don't think that that's pretty... Yeah, you're right, and I don't like that invention. I don't think that's very <laughs> useful. What I think would be useful is stuff that just help you in your day-to-day life, especially socially, when you have sort of social issues. Like, for example, I mean, my biggest, the biggest thing I'm thinking about at the moment is, is if you could invent a little indicator, like a little light-up LED light that goes in your sort of eyebrow, right? And what it is, it's, <laughs> and this benefits both parties, I think, it's basically a little thing that tells you which eye to look at when you're talking to somebody with funny eyes. <laughs> I, had, I had an RS teacher like that. Yeah, yeah, do, you know when, do you know when you, people have got one eye that looks like to the left and one mm. eye that looks to the right? And you don't know which eye to look at. Right? Yes. If you get a little indicator that yeah. flashes, just a subtle little thing that flashes, you know which eye so to look at. So who wears the who wears the indicator? The person with the funny eyes well, or you? The, it's got <laughs> Oh my god. Who do you who do you think it is, Anne? Who do you think has to okay. wear it? I think imagine... the person with the funny eyes should wear it. <laughs> well imagine if you were wearing the indicator. How yeah. would you know which way to look at? Because it's up here. You can't see your own eye. You eyebrows. can't see your own flashing eye. No, I suppose. But <laughs> it may, maybe it would maybe it would point out brightly and, and attach itself like point a big laser towards their eye. That would kill them. You would blind them. You would you would blind the one good eye that they have. What would be the point of that oh for goodness <laughs> anyway no, but but no the thing is because before like, I was only thinking about this because like last week I was talking to someone with those sort of funny eyes yeah. right and there was me and there was a guy just to my immediate left and and I ignored him not not being rude mm. but I thought he was talking to the other bloke yeah so don't you think yeah. that's a wonderful social invention that's a good idea but then Thank what if you. they don't want to oh, no, have no Anna thinks it's a good idea that means it's screwed <laughs> what, what if they what if they don't want to have something attached to their eyebrow how does it go in there is it like a little chip and Chip thing. You're about to say chip and pin. I was, but I just meant chip, like a computer chip that the police put in you when you're naughty and stuff. <laughs> what, they're turning what, criminals into cyborgs, are they? Do, or do you mean electronic tagging no, around your leg yeah, and your wrist? Yeah, like tagging. Only so no, not... I'm sure they they put them inside your skin. <laughs> they do. You sure not getting confused with the plotline of Terminator Two? I think possibly possibly. a bit. 
But how how is it going to be attached to their eyebrow, this I, little light? I, I don't know. All like a is, little stick-on pad. All it is is next time they go to the opticians, right, and the optician sort of says, you know, which eye's the good one, which eye's the bad one. Well, he'll know, I assume, actually. Mm. Right? They just, I don't know, they could use a little... Or these people should force, sew it in. Or force these people to dress up as pirates and give them an eye patch. <laughs> <laughs> Easily solved. Put a patch over cut the bad off, eye. Cut off one of their legs so they've the got good a wooden eye leg. so they can see. Yeah, I'll give them a parrot as well. Give them a parrot. <laughs> And a big hat as well, the skull and crossbones on it. One tooth missing in the front. <laughs> from the from the car, a big flag with a big skull and crossbones on that as well. I tell you what, it, 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 a boat, around Britain at the moment, right? Everybody, all the chavs around Britain at the moment have got the England flags yeah. flying on their cars. Wouldn't it be great if if just had skull and crossbones oh. instead? And then you could legally go and beat other people up because you're a pirate. Because you're a pirate, and it's part of and your actual job. Steal their treasure or it, their phones. It's or actually money. part of your job as well. How deeply offensive, but very funny. This is, of course, the Darfcast at Darfcast. Come, are you uh, are you are you up for the Joff challenge, Joff? What's the Joff challenge? It's sort of it's basically called the power mm. of Joff. Uh, well, we'll tell you what it is in a second. You're listening to the Daftcast online at daftcast.com. Yes, welcome back. Thank you very much, <laughs> Derek Morgan, housewife's favourite uh, talent extraordinaire. He's he's down in uh, in Henley. He is actually today, today the in, in England for the Henley Agatha, which is very, mm. very highbrow. Are you enjoying yourself down there, Derek? Yes. Glad to hear it. <laughs> Wonderful stuff, Derek Morgan. There. He's, one, he's such a top bloke, isn't he? He's a, he's a I legend. love Derek. Everybody loves Derek. Hi, I'm Radio's Derek Morgan. Yes, you certainly are. Thank you, Derek. Right, here we go then. Go on, Derek. Do your thing. Now a trial of strength and agility. Oh, yes. Only one man is strong enough to rise to the challenge. It's time for you all to witness the power of John. Oh... Here we go, Joff. <laughs> okay, this, you look terrified. <laughs> well, quite frankly, I am terrified. <laughs> Not least, we're going to need to go to the toilet quite urgently. But, oh, you know. really? Really? Okay, well, we'll let you go in about ten minutes. Uh, basically, um, this is the power of Joff. Right. Right, and we're, we're, it's, it's, a ch- it's a challenge that will just come up occasionally on the Daftcast to see how strong you are. Right it's going to be It's going to be you versus a whole host of other things in the world. I, I don't think I can manage Anna Pearson. I don't think you can manage Anna Pearson. No if it involves lifting her up anyway. If invo- <gasps> Joff, that is just uncalled for. <laughs> You're twice as big as me. Actually, actually, who, who could beat up who out of the two of you? Who do you reckon well, is the strongest? Anna I would run know. away, I think. No, I wouldn't. <laughs> I think you're probably stronger than me, because you are bigger. But I think I'm probably a bit harder than Joff is. Really? Yeah. For the purposes of the tape, I'm, I'm rolling up hot. some paper. Oh, just smacked her over the head. <laughs> smack her over the head. Give me that now. Yeah. Give me. Oh, I'm just going to punch you then. Go on then. <laughs> Don't punch each other. Look, we're, we're about to test Joff's strength. Joff, oh, you started it. No. You said, who do you think's going to win in a fight or something? I was talking theoretically. I didn't want you to practice it. Oh, okay, sorry. I was just being sort of hypothetical or hyperlipathetic. Wrong right, What I've got now, Joff, this is today's challenge, is, yes. is you taking on the media. The media. The media. Okay. We want to see if you're more powerful than the media. And I was thinking, what better way, uh, what's the best way, really, that we can we can find out that you're stronger than the media? So just bear with me. Let me just go get my... Uh... Hang on one second. Hang on. Cut it. Here we go. There we go. Right. I've got uh, I've got a load of different newspapers here. Some of the some of the biggest tabloids, uh, a couple of broadsheets, a couple more respectable papers mm-hmm. um, in Britain. Uh, they're they're all old ones, so okay. don't worry. Does include the Guardian? They're all they're all in there. The Guardian's not in there oh. actually. Oh. Uh, I actually I couldn't find a copy of the Guardian. Observer. Uh, the Observer's not in there. Oh. Uh, we've got sorry <laughs> about Telegraph. that. Never mind, John. Uh, we've got the Telegraph's <laughs> oh, in there. Okay, the the, the Mirror's in there. The Sun. Some of the Red Tops. The Daily Mail. So uh, what we really want you to do is prove that you're stronger than the media yes. and see which of these new papers you can tear in half. Okay. That is that is. So let's right. start. Let's start with the Daily Mail first. I want to see how tough. 
Ready? Oh, here we go, here we go, here we go. Daily Mail. Come on, Joff. Oh! oh my God. Joff tears the That's Daily Mail impressive. in. Joff is stronger than the Daily <laughs> Mail. We can, right, now we're going to go to a red top tabloid here. Uh, the fairly, Easy. The fairly kind of left wing for Chavs. Yeah. Daily Mirror. Now, let's see Let's see how you can sort of like, hey, you can tear this Daily one. Mirror. What's the headline today? Wag Rage. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Joff. Joff has the strength of ten men. Right, here we go. Oh, God, he, he really doesn't like the mirror, does he? Okay, now this is this is a tough one, Joff. Yeah. This is, is this is the one broadsheet that we've got for you, okay? This that is looks massive. The full weekend edition of the Daily Telegraph. Paper's you, quite big too. Do, paper's quite big too. Do you think you are stronger than the Daily Telegraph? I dare say so. You dare say so. Okay, well let's find out. There it is. There's the daily, there, this is the biggest challenge. Come on then, Joff. Come Five, on, Joffy. Four, three, two, two one. one. Come on, Joff! Come on, Joff! Come on, Joff! You're stronger than that. All that Anna's helping him. I know what the problem is. You know what the problem is? What's that? You've got about 45 supplements. It's the supplements. Oh, you've removed the supplements. <laughs> and he's torn it in half. Well done, Joff. Okay. The okay. supplements, as everyone knows, do not count in a newspaper. Oh, okay, yeah, but they are, no they are, they are just padding, basically, aren't they? <laughs> we all know that. Now, you're. Like my you're, belly. Uh, <laughs> Joff, you are a strong man, and I'm in awe of you. We've got here now a copy of, of The Sun, the most oh. popular paper in Britain. What do you reckon? Alarmingly. This, this, should be, this should be a walkover, This surely. should be a walkover. Is Joff in strong? Fact, I will even do it my eyes closed. Okay, Joff, with his <laughs> eyes closed, drum roll. Here we go, here we go. Oh, Yay! yes. Joff has proved his first test. He, is, he has proved he is stronger than The Sun. He has proved he is stronger than The Mirror, than The Daily Tech. He, he is stronger than The Media. He is stronger than Fleet Street. And oh, you just <laughs> thrown a newspaper. I've got to clean all this up now. <laughs> Look what you've done, one mess. People anyway. Well, well done. Can we give Joff a round of applause? Well, thank you. Power of Joff will be back sometime in the near future if people can be bothered to listen to it. Uh, okay, well done, Joff, and well done, Spanner, for supporting him. You did try and help him at one point. I did, but he didn't need my help. He didn't need help. Joff, you are a very <laughs> strong man. Well done. More stimulating than watching sumo wrestlers bungee jump into a vat of custard, you're listening to the Daftcast at daftcast.com. Thank you very much, uh, Derek Morgan. Well, Derek Morgan, uh, Derek Morgan everybody. Woo! Very much. Very, uh, he's just, yeah, I'm just a big fan. I mean, we're, all, we're all big fans well, of Derek Morgan. Yeah, yes. man, he's you good. You call me Dan all the time. He's just, he's just a wonderful bloke. Uh, okay, then, right, so um, here we go, I guess, Anna Pearson. It's time for Spanner News. <laughs> oh, yes. It's it me. is that time again for it's Anna the Spanner's bit. News. It's right, your um, bit. Now, now, you are a trained broadcast journalist. That's right. You are a senior uh, journalist. I'm a very serious, good journalist, and I like serious, good news. <laughs> I'm a good news reader. Yes. Who never laughs in the news. And, and you're and you're full of yourself, obviously, by the sounds of it. Well, <laughs> you know, I'm as good as I think I am. <laughs> John, help us, please. Oh no. Anyway, oh, okay, let's hear do you want to hear today's top story? I want to hear. I want to hear right. the, the best one. <clears throat> There's a man in India. Yeah. And um, he's got a tail. Yeah. It's 13 inches long. Oh, sorry. When he said when he said he's got a tail, I thought you meant he's got a story to tell. No, no, he hasn't got a story sorry, to tell. Well, he has you're not really. Making this a newsreader way for us. I might well, that way. I'm being a reporter a man today. Has a tail Dong. in India. Joff, get lost. Sorry. <laughs> Just go away. Don't, don't try to tell news. Does Fiona Bruce get told how to read the news? <laughs> I don't think she does. I think she does actually. She's got a whole of producers behind her. You know, no, she doesn't. She does what she wants. She reads an auto cue spanner. Do you reckon you could read? Well, exactly. Auto- I'm not reading. I'm reading it off a bit of paper <laughs> that I printed off the internet. If I suddenly move this paper up like an auto cue, do you reckon you could read no, that? No, because it's still it's written in a different <laughs> way to how we read news. I'm Fiona Bruce. Mm. <laughs> 
go away. <laughs> right. So hang on a second. A man. You are talking rubbish. He does not have a tail. Well, he does. I haven't seen a picture, but according to the Press Association of India, there's this man, right? <laughs> he's got he's got a tail, 13 inches long, and yeah. he, he thinks he's like some kind of monkey god. <laughs> But um, doctors say that his tail is a rare but known congenital defect, and he's not a god at all, because they don't believe in god. You can't. Nobody has a tail. Well, I think some people do. You know that bone you get, right? You know where your bum is? (laughs) And you've got that funny bone right at the bottom. Apparently, it means that that has grown too long. What's that bit called? Don't know. Bum bone. (laughs) (laughs) I love your technical knowledge. Um, (laughs) The bum bone's connected to the... (laughs) Backbone. Yes. He thinks he's he's um, related to monkeys because he climbs trees and eats bananas. I'm right. Yeah, but so does Joff. He's sort of right. <laughs> <laughs> Am I now a monkey god? And jo- Joff is that Joff has got phys- physically a lot more in common. <laughs> just I just lack the tail. Joff, Joff is not quite Homo erectus, so yes. it's kind of like on the same <laughs> foot. And has got confused because we just used the word Homo and the word erectus in I know. one, and that's just completely. She's going right red as we speak. That's completely confused, no, Anna. This is serious news. Anyway. <laughs> He has thousands of people to come and worship him every Clones, day. He has a tail. How can that possibly be serious? Because <laughs> some people must have tails. How many people so do you know who have tails? I don't know anyone. Exactly. You might do, for all I know. You're the most closest person to an animal I know. Most, <laughs> most, most <laughs> closest. <laughs> you call yourself a trained journalist. <laughs> it's wonderful use of the English language that Anna Pierce has had. Um, and um, he's also he's asked 20 women to marry him. And he well, says, because he's got a tail. Well, I don't know if that's exactly why, or if he just wants to get married. But he says, <laughs> as soon as <laughs> he says they see me and they agree, but as soon as I turn around, they see my tail and leave. <laughs> it's probably just his huge backside, Poor to be honest. Man, I, rec- I, rec- I think he should have his tail chopped off. Oh, that's not very nice. <laughs> I'd have it taken off. I wouldn't have a tail. <laughs> that's personally, horrible. personally, I take your face off, but you know, it's, it's, it's <laughs> oh, there's nothing wrong with my face. I reckon Anna should but... swap. I reckon Anna should swap her face and the bum round. Don't you think that would be? <laughs> we'll give her a tail on her face. You know, <laughs> <laughs> at least you can start on Pinocchio then. Oh, Come dear. Panto season. Oh, no, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have a Pinocchio. tail. I wouldn't have a tail. So at you, th- all. you think Anna? I don't this... think that's so nice. I'd, lo- I'd love to have a tail. I'd love to have a swing. What would you do? Just swing it round. Hey, look at my yeah, tail, ladies. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> Joff is monkey boy, everybody. Thank you very much, Joff. Um, I, don't, I don't know about this. I think this just is a very convenient ride to get um, the tourist board of India a bit of publicity, don't you? I mean, honestly, <laughs> can't you honestly think that that is probably well, the case? I don't know. No, because it's not my fault that thousands of people actually want to <laughs> go and see him. Because I think if they meet him, they're meeting monkey god <laughs> Hunamua or something. Hanumanan. Hanumanan. Hanuman. Hanuman. Hanuman the Hanuman. monkey warrior. Who have in, you heard of him? I... I, I, I <laughs> I, I, I have just lots of friends who happen to be Hindus. Hanuman the monkey warrior was a, was like the coolest person in all religions ever, in my opinion, because he was a monkey with wings. Monkey so with when wings. I when I learned that in RE when I was a kid, I thought that was fantastic. I've never heard of him. Hanuman. I the did monkey RE. Warrior. See all these all these religious, you know, I call them characters for, yeah. for lack of a better word. Yeah. But they've all got such cool features. Though this guy has got you know a tail, a tail. and he's got wings. Yeah. Jesus could walk on water. I mean, how cool is that? I would love to have that. Very what, cool. What what sort of what other Hindu god with got the, like the six arms? Oh, um, oh, I can't remember. Yeah. Please, please write in and let Joff know. Joff at daftcast.com if you... <laughs> Anna's, <laughs> it... Anna's in a different... Meanwhile, in Anna Pearson's world... Was, <laughs> it, was it Carly or Callie or something? Or Kylie. <laughs> or Kylie. <laughs> it was something like Carla yeah. or, or something yeah. like that. It had some sort of similar name to that. What, what sort of religious power would you have, Span, if you, if you could have, if you were like a god, if you were a um, messiah? 
I would make everybody in the world yeah. shorter than me. Because <laughs> I'm fed up of being the shortest. Well, surely you can make yourself taller. Yeah, if you were God, <laughs> wouldn't that make a lot more sense? <laughs> no, because I'm not used to being tall, because I've been this short for, uh, forever, really. Always. <laughs> you were born that from, size? When I was born, I was tiny, and then I got just a bit bigger. And, <laughs> and if, if I was and suddenly made massive, Jesus, yes. if I was suddenly made massive, I'd be really... I wouldn't like it. I'd be too scared. What, of the height? Yeah, well, sometimes when I stand on a chair and I think, God, this is how big tall people are, right? <laughs> and I look down at the ground and it's like oh vertigo or something. <laughs> so imagine, imagine being Peter Crouch. That must be so scary. Well, I mean, the England striker. Yeah. He's about, what is he, six foot he's seven? Six foot seven, and he's just so enormous. But he's got his tiny head on top, so it must look really big. There, there was he's a guy- got a tiny head, has he? There was a... There's a, there's a- there was a guy in the paper the day who was uh, 18 years old and he's 7 foot 3 oh, and still growing. That's just not Good normal. Lord. That's just abnormal. Yeah. Which is like two Anna Pearsons. Yeah, he's like twice my height. Well, no, not, 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 no, not a whole not. twice, but Very still, close to. to be that tall, right, just how scary would that be? You look down at the ground and it's so far yeah, away but it's from relative, Yeah, but you're not going to be scared of your own height because you're used to it, because you're yeah, that when height. I, when I suddenly go high, like like I say, when I stand on a chair, <laughs> it's really scary. I think the problem is that uh, Anna doesn't realise we were doing a hypothetical conversation there. Yeah. I don't think she realises that she actually I can't even remember what the conversation's she, she about. Isn't, she isn't going to be a messiah. <laughs> I know. Yeah. You're, you're, not, you're not like the daughter of God, Anna. Oh, that's true. To... <laughs> but anyway, that's only why I'd make everyone else small. <laughs> so make, everyone else would be real small. What kind of a cruel <laughs> God? <laughs> My first decree, everybody must be small. <laughs> See, oh, oh. I would just like some wings, please. I'd like... I'd like, like the wings character from the, cool. X, from the X-Men 3 movie. Yeah, mm. yeah, I'd like to fly. <laughs> I'd, fly love to about. Fl- I'd love to fly. It'd be much easier than walking to work, I can tell you. And you would have to go through passport control when you go on holiday. <laughs> yeah, well, but then you'd get all like immigration problems, wouldn't you? Yeah, yeah that's all. Mm, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You see, I don't think these three. Right, so, another news story, please. Another news story. Out of time. Okay, um, a German man is suing an airline after he was kicked off a flight for being too smelly. <laughs> <laughs> That was my uncle, how dare you? <laughs> that was, that was my is, he German? is he called Werner Brechfeldt? Oh, no, Brechfeldt. sorry, someone else. That was, that was Uncle Werner. Yeah. <laughs> um, he'd been, apparently, right, he'd been yeah. uh, sightseeing in Hawaii, yeah. and that's hot, so he got really hot and sweaty. Okay, yeah. And then he got straight on the plane without having a shower, which I think's a bit mean. <laughs> but anyway, he got, on the, um, he got on the plane, and all the passengers started complaining, and they yeah, said yeah. he stank to high heaven. <laughs> so they said, look, can you change his shirt, please? So he changed his shirt, because yeah, yeah, yeah. he had so much BO on him already... He was still smelling in the new shirt, so he had to get off the plane. Do you worry about smelling? Do you worry about stink? I always I, quite, like... I often check my armpits, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Especially when I've got, like, um, uh, just a strappy top on, so you've got your armpits out with your girl. Well, if you're a girl, you have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, or lift your arm up, yeah. have a quick smell. Do I smell? Am I sweating? What, and you do that in public? You let everybody have a look at sometimes, you? Sometimes. Sometimes I do it when I'm reading the news. Have See, a bit of a sniff. On a kind of related note, a friend of mine uh, had a dog. I had no nose. And I asked yeah. him, well, how does he smell? And he goes, awful. <laughs> Thank you. I'm here all week. The podcast with the best positioning statements. The one and only Daftcast. We can't let this show finish without talking about the sad news of Aaron Spelling. Do you know he's finally died? Aaron Spelling, the guy the man who, who launched a dynasty. Uh, yeah, dynasty, Dallas, Starsky and Hutch, Beverly Hills, 902. Oh, yeah. It's the only zip code in the US, I know. Exactly. And the thing is about <laughs> that, what if you live in the, in, on that particular street in Beverly Hills? 
I think you're probably too rich to care. I do, yeah, I don't want my postcode announced on on That's the telly every day. You know? yeah. The thing is, what, I, what upset me the most is most of the well, most of the what? hacks. What's postcode? What's a, you know what a postcode is, don't well, you? Well, yeah, I know, but why why is a postcode being announced? Oh. Beverly Hills nine zero two one zero nine zero two one zero was the zip code. Uh, okay, That's... I thought that was their number. Oh, it is a number. Well done. <laughs> Jesus no, like the house number because in America house numbers are so big. <laughs> They have, like, about 50,000 houses on a road. They don't have 90,000 houses on one. That's a very 90,210, <laughs> the Crescent. <laughs> That's quite a lot. Beverly Hills, USA. Maybe they just added a zero. What upset me the most about it is that people did it, and the thing is, nobody mentioned what was Aaron Spelling's best TV programme, which was TJ Hooker. Never seen it. You've never, never seen TJ Hooker? It had William Shatner, didn't it? it? William Shatner, just after he finished Star Trek in the 70s, and he had a bit of a fat belly because he was getting older, he played <laughs> TJ Hooker, this cop, and he had a rookie with him and the best line of all time from any Aaron Spelling TV program was in it once get this right the best line was the, the rookie said to TJ Hooker gee Hooker do you think that serial stalker will strike again <laughs> that's ridiculous Anna doesn't, Anna doesn't understand do you I think that I understand the words do you think that serial stalker will strike again if he's a serial stalker right yes he will strike oh, yeah, again he will won't he <laughs> Tick tock, tick tock. I can actually hear the brain, the cogs turning. You can actually hear I think oh. a lot of people wouldn't understand that immediately. <laughs> I bet I'm not the only one. I think you're Am the only I? One. No, you I are. Think, I think you are. I think you're alone in the world. Anyway, Aaron Spelling. <laughs> it's very, very sad. It's very, very sad. Do you, do you miss him, Spam? Not at all. Oh, and, and also, it's his fault that that really annoying woman, Tory Spelling, was born. <laughs> so, for that reason, I'm glad he's dead. You're holding the response. Well, on that bombshell, I think we better read it good. Let's go and take it away, Del. That's all from this episode of the Daftcast. You can find the latest Daftcast online at daftcast.com, where you can email the team, download previous Daftcasts from the archives, and view the gallery if you dare. Until next time, I've been the world-famous Derek Morgan, and the pleasure's been all yours. (laughs) 